Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, it's Hannah here. Um, I just wanted to give you a little heads up before you start listening to this episode. Now, we have recorded it via Zoom and it is technically not the best. We're still figuring out how to do this. So stick with it. Um, It's a little bit patchy, but once you start listening to it, you kind of get into the zone with how it sounds. And it's worth it because it's a great chat we have with our guests. So please listen along and we're going to get better at this. I hope your lockdown's going okay. And if it's all over and you're listening to this, then this is where we are. We're in lockdown. Um, All right. Enjoy. Bye. Hello and welcome back to the Keith Cheggers podcast. Um, This is episode 26. Yeah. I'm, that's like half the year's worth. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm Hannah Norris. I'm your host, and I'm here with um, another person, <laughs> Carl Donnelly. Yeah, my co-host and husband. Yes, that's all that's I'm calling it. you today. Yeah. The other episodes, uh, you said lover, and I almost got sick. Yeah. Um, and we are still in lockdown, but. As promised and hoped, we do have a guest with us again today. Um, we've been trying to talk to this person for ages, weeks and months, I think. There's been a few times yeah, we've tried we tried to... to organise it, but it's hard because locations, schedules, and children. Now, but now we're all at home. It's kind of working out. Yeah. So um, she's a comedian and she has her own podcast called Funny Mummies and she hosts... Um, some events which Carl does called Screaming with Laughter. Yeah, organizer of yeah, gigs for parents with young babies up to sort of nearing toddlers. Yeah. Yeah. And they're amazing. So Screaming with Laughter, any of you pregnant people, go and check that out because once you've had a baby, you can go and drink some beers and oh, see some yeah. comedy. And you can drink uh, Prosecco at midday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and her name is Hattie Ashdown. So hi, Hattie. Hello. Sorry, hi. I didn't know if you wanted me to come in or not. I was just enjoying it. Biog. Yeah, I've been doing a few of these hosting myself, so it's so nice to just be able to sit back and be asked stuff. I think I think they're all relevant credits as well, you know, for our listeners. Yeah, they, yeah. Sort of I'm, I'm pretty much covering. Well, almost all the bases, not quite um, pregnancy so much. Although we, we do always say pregnant ladies uh, and men. I was going to say and men. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, the other half. <laughs> See, that would be a scoop. If we got our first pregnant man at my club, that's what I need. Um, Carl's um, giving it a go. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm having sympathy uh, issues at the minute. Uh, the other day, I actually called the doctors because I had some nipple issues. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm, so and I'm not somebody who calls the doctors. Like I'm not a hypochondriac. I'm, I'm very, very rarely ill. I just had very tender nipples, wow. and, uh, and to the point where I was like, maybe I've got breast cancer. But then uh, it was just we got. I called the doctors, and they said, right, call back on Monday. And by over the weekend, it just totally disappeared. It was just sympathy pains. Oh, and are you getting tender nipples, Hannah? Or? No, well, I've been I've been attempting to do some nipple scouring. Ah, scouring. Yeah, that's what someone. So my friend Laura in Australia advised. She'd been advised throughout pregnancy, just every now and then, rough them up a little bit. So then, once the baby comes, they're not yeah. as tender. So oh. I've got this like exfoliator, which is basically ball of twigs and every now and then I give my nipples a scrub but I've I've got this this book that my mum gave me that was my grandmother's called Mothercraft and in there it talks about it's from the 1940s and it talks about giving your nipples a bit of a scour so I kind of 
like that. Like, oh, is that what you've been using? Is that what you've been using? I thought they scary. Mine, <laughs> ironically, mine felt like they'd been scoured, yeah. even though I hadn't touched them. <laughs>
You're not meant to get second hand, you know about that, yeah. No. With a, but you can get. I thought you can't get the mat. Like you can put mattresses. Yeah, so you get in. yourself a brand new mattress. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and get the base second hand. That's what. Yeah. yeah. And that's what like doing quite a bit of looking on eBay and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And Carl found a really really nice looking um vintage wicker Moses basket the other day. That's like what was it? The five pound bid. I've on got, it. I'm still the leading <laughs> bidder, and I, I put a maximum of fifteen pounds. So. <laughs> this is going to be like the pram. We've got the coolest pram. <gasps> the biggest. The biggest. Oh, I love getting the pram. Massive, what, what pra big 60s Marmette pram. Have you? Yeah, I got it for £13. And we've, we, <laughs> we, and we totally steam cleaned it, everything. It's now ready to go. It's beautiful. Oh. And, uh, I feel like oh, this, yes. this Moses basket might be the next phase of my getting excellent eBay uh, like wins. Yeah which are great, but they also have their little downsides. Like yesterday we were trying to maneuver the pram around the house and out of the house. Uh, and it is massive. Like it's massive. I mean, yeah, I've got to take a bit off the front door to get it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's right. You're going to look great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the, all about the accessories. This nice Moses basket. I, I went and read the ad and I saw that it said, um, Moses basket for toys or dolls. Well, they're, so they're recommending it's not because it's old and it's quite <laughs> fragile. Um, they're like, they, I think they don't really think you should put a baby <laughs> in it. I'm like, hang on. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Thank yeah. <laughs> Just remember, honestly, they did used to put them in drawers. This is what my exactly. mum tells me all the time. They'd be yeah. Like, bloody bottom drawer, be fine. Yeah. Do you know what sort of, you know, weight expectation at the moment? Well, she said the last scan we had, she was in the 99th percentile. <laughs> so, but you don't look very big, but yeah, you could be uh, yeah. a baby, as they say, or whatever. Yeah, that's the thing that's definitely been happening this week. I'm like, so it's eight weeks or nine weeks to go until the due date. And it's, I can't see how there's any more space in my stomach. Yeah, it amazes <laughs> yeah. you. But also that thing of going, that's not long until she's going to be here. Yeah, it means eight or nine weeks still of growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still a shitload of time to yeah. get bigger and keep <laughs> keep growing. I can't. I, I yeah. I can't. I can't imagine it right now. No, and also it's getting like you get just in this last week. I'd say Hannah's just got to that bit of it being quite funny watching her try and get off the sofa. Oh right, but yeah. generally your mobility has been quite normal yeah oh i mean until this last week you wouldn't even think from really moving around or anything yeah, I was, yeah oh, that's great. absolutely like being totally normal in, in movement and everything but it's this last week suddenly it's been the slight effort yeah, when you're, when you're <laughs> horizontal slight... <laughs> you yeah i like, just so many like i had to rock yeah. climb i'm having to start sort of like positions. you know to helping her up <laughs> Generally, you've just picked up speed then. You've had quite a good pregnancy. You've not, have you had any sickness? Have you had any no, PCP? So I, no. no, just I had some, I was tired mainly at the beginning and a bit nauseous, but nothing bad. Um, second trimester, there was nothing. I was getting my, been getting my cervix checked regularly because um, they were worried it was going to shorten because of some surgery I had a few years ago when I had some abnormal cells removed. Oh, right. Um, so I've been on progesterone for ages actually so i'm still taking progesterone okay up the fanny i'm saying okay like a midwife like i know yeah um so that that's one of the hormones which i read yesterday progesterone actually stops your milk coming in too early and i've been noticing i don't think my boobs are that big yet yeah so I think when I stop progesterone, maybe I'll get massive boobs. Yeah, yeah don't. That's why I'm developing milk in. Yes. Because Hannah's not. It's going I'm to you. I'm taking that on instead. Oh, my God. <laughs> it would be so good if you could just share the breastfeed. I mean, <laughs> I, I know a lot of women say, oh, it's such a special time, me and the baby. And um, it, I, I, I would say um, I had some good times with breastfeeding. Yeah. Uh, but it would definitely have been nice to to share it because you just get to a point where you're like other people are complete opposite to this but yeah some people like the kind of like this baby only needs me and yeah. all that and and I kind of get that but at 2 a.m in the morning and then again at 3 a.m you're like oh please just, you know yeah, yeah, quite yeah. like to have a little um 
best, but um, I found it quite um, uncomfortable. I think yeah. I didn't have like the mastitis infection stuff or anything like that. Thank God. Yeah. Um, that sounds horrendous. Uh, Harry had Lloyd, who's another one to get on. She she had it really really bad, and she's just had her second child. Um, and uh, but I <laughs> I am a what's called an overproducer. Oh yeah. Um, um, I produce a lot of milk, so if someone bash into me, you get a face full. <laughs> um, my sister had it as well, and she, she lived in Germany at the time, and she said that she was actually freezing her milk and giving it to the local hospital for prem babies and right. stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's doing a good thing. I didn't do any of that. I just... <laughs> overproducing it's like you do get a lot of pain because it's coming in all the time and blah 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 and I feel bad saying that because I know a lot of women were there with those express machines and they get like a tiny yeah, little yeah. bit and there'd be me like friends believe it they're like what you've just done like I don't know eight ounces within a couple of seconds yeah right. um, but it meant my boobs were huge and I was really envious of those women that would sit in cafes and you'd hardly know they're breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah. You'd just yeah. be like, there, oh. whereas I would be full on show. <laughs> <laughs> I'd need two tables, you know, just prop the baby's head. I'd have to take a cushion, I had a massive cushion to take out with me yeah. at the bottom of my buggy. And so, yeah. So I think that sort of stopped the enjoyment because it was always such an ordeal. Um, but at home, you know, it was better because obviously does, I could just. Does, does that mean he was the babies were feeding a lot as well, or you were overproducing? Did you have do you have to get rid of it, or what happens when you got too much? Well, this was the with the first child, and I didn't know what was happening because I was reading books and also oh, babies should feed now for can be up to forty minutes. Yeah, and he was just going on and would be off in fifteen twenty minutes, and I thought, oh my god, what's you know he's not getting enough milk. And so then the midwife said, it, you, you've obviously got the full fat stuff. And yeah. he's obviously getting it really fast. So don't worry about it. So yeah. right. it was quite good at that point of view. I guess I wasn't sat there feeding for ages and ages. Um, and so, yeah. So from that point of view, I think it made my babies not be those sort of babies that were like just wanting to feed, feed, feed. Yeah. They were quite on and off. That's yeah. it. And um both times I actually had to stop breastfeeding because uh, I, it's a funny thing happens every time I'm pregnant, I get an overactive thyroid. Uh, oh, fun what, fact. So what does that do? Uh, well, it's quite nice in the sense <laughs> that <laughs> when I first had it, I thought, hey, this breastfeeding looks great. I'm eating all the cake and I'm losing all the weight. <laughs> People were saying to me, as my sister said, she went, oh, you got the good one. Because <laughs> you can get the underactive. That's what you, I thought when you actually put on weight. Don't put you? on weight. But the yeah. overactive, I was like eating dinners. I was having two cakes. And, I, and I'm breastfeeding and I'm losing overweight. And I thought, yeah, this breastfeeding's all right. And then one day I was at a rhyme time, as you do, winding the bobbin up. <laughs> um, I'm sitting there on the floor with my baby and I said, wind up, bobbing up. And I looked at my leg and it was just like shaking. Oh, really? like, and I thought, I don't think that's normal. And then I was at my sister's and I was really hot and everyone else is really cold. She went, I think my thyroid problems. So off I went. And they said, yeah, you can get it post-pregnancy. It's sex, it just pregnancy just sets something off. Hormones and, and everything, yeah. You can get it while you're pregnant, but the symptoms are so... They can be quite low and uh, you don't really know you've got it. And also they can go with how you feel in pregnancy anyway. So, yeah. So, uh, but then um, you have to take a drug. This is, I don't know, stop me if this is boring. No, no, keep going. I have to take uh, a drug. Um, I take like beta blockers as well because my heart was racing. So, yeah. Um, I remember one time I was laying on the kitchen floor. <laughs> my mother-in-law and my husband were like, you are right. Yeah, I just need to lay here. <laughs> and um, of course, I was taking all these drugs. Um, I had to come off breastfeeding because it might go through to him. But yeah. when I had the second baby, I breastfed a lot longer because they said that research now was finding that, like with alcohol, <laughs> not as much is going through. So they said it's fine. The, the pros of breastfeeding outweigh what a little bit of drug that you might get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I did for a bit longer and then... Well, how long, do you remember I said how long? Because so Hannah last night just told me, you told me that some, they recommend like the NHS two years and the World, World Health Organization. Yeah. Their recommendation is two years for breastfeeding. No, I, I, I was <laughs> a couple of weeks. Um, I took it. Okay, so I uh, so quickly. First one was six six months, six mm. seven months, and then the second one was eight nine months. Yeah. yeah. But I was my mum like was so proud that I breastfed. I think she was more proud of me breastfeeding <laughs> than any show I've done or any sitcom <laughs> I've written. Um, she, she couldn't believe it. She just. Oh, you're still feeding and I was like yeah well I really want you know I really want to try and she would always sort of say just take it week by week because there was times at the beginning I did want to stop because when the meal was coming through for me and not everyone had this I talked to lots of friends who said no I didn't have it when it was coming through it was so painful yeah I had all the cabbage leaves and all like that and and I remember this I remember this night when I said well it's still painful I'm fucking not doing it tomorrow and he went okay and he would always just support me I didn't finally just broke through a wall and um, it got less painful um I hope like if you want to do combined feeding is that something you're thinking about or don't know well that's another thing because we're both vegans so the formula like there's there's not really any vegan formula so they do do it. I I belong to a Facebook page. I forgot what it's called now. Quite a good one. Vegan mummy something. I'll find it for you. Okay. And, I know and there's there's because some... babies have some babies have intolerance to them. Yeah. I, so, I from what I was looking like most of them are suitable from a bit later on. Yeah. Tanya Edwards told us about yeah. here. She because her son is uh, he's lactose intolerant from yeah my, my second son is lactose yeah. intolerant. we later found out but in ter- I mean the recommendation I think you'll find is they say look if you do it after six months that's yeah. great because that's when they start having solids um I I think maybe up to a year if, if you can I so say I didn't manage any more than nine months because of the drugs thing and <laughs> I'm afraid I'm a bit of a like once they got teeth no, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, to me, I've always had that weird thing about the moment that they can say like "mummy booby" or something. It's like so get yeah, off, mate. Or they can walk. <laughs> I just think the fact they could walk up to you and do it. It's like that's yeah. your no. You walk to the fridge, mate, and get yourself. A snack. And also, who is it? Someone said it was like if they've got shoes on. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I think there is that the because the, the, they become a little person, then not a baby, yeah. don't they? And I think there is something weird about having a. Like, did you see the video of that baby that's massive that went around the internet, the big... No. Like, I mean, we're talking, it it can't be more than six months old, but it looks the size of, like, a maybe 30 to 40-year-old man. (laughs) Right. Like, bald guy. It looks just like a big, bald man in a nappy, but it's not, it's a baby. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, imagine that baby breastfeeding. Yeah. But I get, you know, again, like you're saying, how breastfeeding is so different for everyone. There's... Yeah. But some people, obviously, where it's very important and that is such a bonding thing and to do that yeah. as long as you can and, you know, who knows. But, yeah, I've always, as, as, a, as a non-pregnant person, I've always been like, oh. Have yeah. you? Yeah, like, I, I've, I always imagined I'd breastfeed, I guess. But, um, yeah. That you wasn't like, oh, I can't wait. You were just kind of no, like. No, no. And I, I think I've come around to the idea of, you know, there's, because, yeah, that, that, that thing about having a baby on your boobs when for your whole life until that point your boobs have had another meaning. I'm going to tell you something now, which I don't know if anyone else has talked about, but let's be honest, we're all thinking about yeah. the sexual side, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something happens, it's amazing, I don't know what, maybe it's the hormones of the milk, but it, that feeling, it's not the same. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. It's yeah. just feeling off you, it does not feel like boyfriend <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah friends yeah, yeah i don't know it's an amazing chemical that happens it's just too different different i don't know yeah. i don't know well, I mean, obviously it would ha- it would have to be for it to, yeah. to be able to yeah be a useful yeah, function yeah, yeah, and a feeding yeah. function like I, I have there's me and my i've got four sisters and my other sister she was his mother earth as they would call her breastfed for the whole of germany um, yeah, there was um, my other two sisters opposite. Um, and, you know, one said, "Oh no, their bedroom thing." And yeah. my other sister, it was awful. She would walk in when I'm breastfeeding, and she would go, "Oh, 
you're doing that again <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's that's why your mum was proud that you were doing yeah she and thought she'd only got one daughter bloody breastfeeding and she yeah. breastfed four girls you know she, yeah. she did it she did yeah. it and her, and her knockers look quite great as she got yeah. older <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah I always imagined I would I, you know I like that it's free yes and I like that idea you know the, the kind of nutrients and that sort of that na- the natural part of it I couldn't yeah. I can't yeah I've always yeah I guess I imagined I would always do it I would like that they, they eat it in a natural medicine I was like yeah. the idea that like when they get a little cold apparently your, your body just creates what your baby needs at that time if it's got a tummy ache or a bit of a cold I always yeah. found that amazing it's, it is quite a cool feeling yeah, yeah. um so we had a midwife appointment this week we went to the hospital oh which was which was an outing yeah it was, it was <laughs> the first, first time I put jeans on in four oh. weeks um, it was the first time, the furthest we'd been from our house since we got back from Australia four weeks ago. Yeah. We got an Uber there and Carl couldn't get the seatbelts on up. I forgot how to do a seatbelt. Because you put so much lockdown weight on. I just, no, I just couldn't work it out. Just, it's like it was, it was some, from an old time. It was like... Yeah, old timey thing. Yeah. So I was trying to put a gramophone on or or do knitting. Yeah, this is like, what's happening here? Yeah. Trying to clean out the bedpans. <laughs> so oh, we made it to the hospital. But then, made um, it. yeah, but then, because uh, this would usually be in a, a children's centre, but they're closed right now. Right, okay. Um, and Carl wasn't allowed into the no. appointment with me. Oh, really? Yeah, and that was because they're just trying to limit the amount of contact. Right, okay. Um, patients and and the staff at the hospital yeah, so he waited out there and I just went in and chatted to her and I thought we were going to talk a bit more about kind of birth and birth options and things like that um but basically she she measured me and then we listened to the heartbeat which you said you could, I could hear, hear it through the door yeah I could hear it from, I was sitting, oh. I reckon I was 20 foot away from the actual door of the room but it was so quiet in the waiting yeah. room I just suddenly heard that. Yeah, that galloping horse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So that was good to hear because I've had lots of scans. So it's the longest ever, I think, that we haven't had any kind of visual contact or like um, audio contact. So that was good. And then I did ask her at the end just about kind of um, birth options because we have talked about home birth. Um, I met some amazing, I went to a session at St. Mary's Paddington because they offer them I think once a month where okay. just some of the midwives hold a session and you can ask whatever questions you want to and the women were amazing and I learned a lot and it was it seemed like a really um, great service and because they work they work in the wards as well and you know they're part of the hospital staff but at the moment they're not offering home births mainly because um, the ambulances can't um, can't guarantee they can attend. Yeah, if there's an emergency happens. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Con Sessions, a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hinton and myself, Beck Hill where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic-Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Con Sessions. Great Big Owl. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I did do a hypnobirthing as, yeah. much as, I, as much as I could. And I remained friends with the... Well, she, in true Hattie fashion, I made her do some um, vlogs with me because when I was, was pregnant the first time, I did these um, real preggy vlogs. I can't remember what I called them now. They were on YouTube. And so she came on and talked. Um, they're still out there. Uh, and she's fantastic. And I've kept friends with her and she runs her courses. And yeah, so I, I still listen. Even when she's talking, she puts up videos about talking about pregnancy. I still. Uh, uh, I still watch them because she's so she she does hit my birth in video. Well, she's, she's got the most amazing calm voice. I still so she nice. could just be um so Sophie, um calm or let me get the I'll get the official um because she's I think she's just started um call it something different now. Um I wanna feel like I wanna mention it on the podcast. So I'm gonna well, yeah. we can always take so, well, it. Yeah. What about Sophie Grace? Because I think actually oh she's Sophie Kirkham, but I've forgotten. I, I think she's calm. Something she's called. Are you still? Whereabouts are you based? We're in Northwest London. Ah, oh, she's area. Yeah, she's um. Oh, so she's in your old area. She's um. Southwest. Is she? South, yeah, southwest. Calm hypnobirthing. You can go to that page. Calm hypnobirthing dot com. Cool. She's sort of, yeah, she's near sort of Lewisham, here the green, you see, so I don't know if it's oh, your South area. East. I was there, I, was, I used to live in Blackheath briefly. Yes, so, um, but yeah, I learned from her, she was, that's what she does a lot, you know, she goes, she's a doula as well. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know what that means, it's someone who attends the birth other than your partner, uh, but because obviously they're reducing people and whatever, she can't do all that at the moment. Yeah. She's insane, yes, that they very sadly can't, they do the home birth because they also they need the midwives on the labour ward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But from her point of view, she was saying she this is what she's like, she said, like, it makes me so happy to all know that those wonderful midwives that normally do home births are now on the labour wards, giving mothers a much more calmer birth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because her whole thing is like as most hospitals now have the sort of like the little fake hotel bit. The birth mm-hmm. centre. <laughs> the birth centre, I call it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is, because we've, we've talked about this. and like if We went, we did a, a tour of the birth centre. Two-minute tour. Two-minute tour. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just shipped around. And it's three lovely rooms. And they, we don't, we're yet to meet somebody who's actually had the baby. Yes, yeah, so I used to say it's a bloody myth. I'm, they, I'm convinced they Airbnb it out. <laughs> we just get to see it in between the cleanup. <laughs> it all looks too clean and perfect. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm another one. I had my first child in Lewisham Hospital and um, I went there and we started. And I was so excited about being in there and I had my soundtrack and, and all of this uh, nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I'd done all the hypnobirthing. I loved the hypnobirthing. I'm running you through it really quickly. But I think mainly I loved it because it was good to do with my partner. Looking back now, that was the good thing for us to do together. He would listen to the tapes as well. Yeah. Um, and it's just yeah and I love going to the classes together but I know Sophie's doing the classes online but it just made us spend that time together um and anyway so and I thought oh right because I know my partner can be quite um he's quite calm but also can go be so calm he almost shuts down yeah <laughs> and I was like in the birth I'm quite a doer and I would be the one that you know if it's the other way around I'd be like Right, we need this, we need that. Yeah. So I wanted to give him tools and I thought this would be a good way of yeah. giving him tools to do. So we sort of talked through like, okay, this uh, when do this, but ask for this music. So if you don't want these words and all Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you've been doing a little bit of hit the birth and you know what I'm talking about with I've read no. the book and I've I, I, I put it on cut, yeah, it's, it's on my, it's for on a my reading weeks. pile. So they just don't like you to use all a uh, lot of negative words. <laughs> And stuff like that. So, um, like contra- not, not contractions. It's like surges. Yeah, but just also just being allowing things. I mean, an example is, 
I had my birth plan all written out and then you go in there and the midwife went she 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 examined me and I was I thought <laughs> at that point in a lot of pain and I yeah. thought oh we must be further along yeah, and she yeah. went okay everything's looking lovely you're about one centimeter <laughs> I mean it could be days yeah that's negative so so people say that's negative because you don't want it you are thinking the now yeah. and each yeah. minute you know just like i'm like you can read the like, no that's negative but yeah but i yeah. summed it up mainly what i loved about hit the birthing was the process of, of being pregnant doing the classes and i would say on both my births the breathing really really helped i don't think i could have got through it because when the contractions come it is quite frightening and you're like whoa 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 and I have one of those things where uh not not, not everyone gets it where the contractions are really close together so yeah. then when it stops some people you watch these videos don't you and they go off and make a cup of tea and they, uh, <laughs> they watch a comedy video and all this mine I'm like whoa it's coming again so for me the breathing exercises gave me a bit of control about how t- how how much time when you're saying they're coming so closely Oh, like 30 seconds, like literally it would go and the midwife would go because we hadn't even got into the room. So we've gone into the 70s hotel room, I call it. (laughs) And they're putting, we haven't even got our bag down. Oh, I'm coming, you know. Yeah. It would stop and she'd go, okay, let's just get you into a comfortable position. I go, okay, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So we're in the 70s room and I really wanted a pool berth. And there wasn't one available. And so she's like, look, it will be available. Let's just hang in this room, have a shower. And shower was lovely. That really, really helped That's me. A, so, yeah, yeah. Estaminito said the same thing. Did she? Yeah. I don't know what it was, the water, obviously. And, but then um, eventually, uh, I, why I wanted to get out. Uh, I've been in there ages and got my soundtrack going. And um, what was on your, do you remember some of the things on your soundtrack? Well, I remember. I can't remember. What's it? Uh, leap car running yeah will always make me think of being in that bloody shower yeah. now because it felt like i probably had about 20 songs but it felt like that song was just coming on <laughs> yeah leap yeah, yeah. car running um so i got out and then as i got out um my waters broke like a movie and i had an uh the midwife trainee <gasps> this is my tip for me they said, do you mind having a trainee um, midwife? And I said, I was at this point in pain where I didn't care. Like, yeah. I was like, let them all in. Yeah. And I said, absolutely. And she was fantastic. And what's really good is a lot of the time the midwives are so busy. So they're going to other people that uh, you might think you're important, but someone else is even more important a lot of the yeah. time. But the student one stayed with you the whole time. Ah, that is a good tip. tip. And I loved it. And I remembered her name, Tamara. And I was like, Tabitha. I was like, I was having a go. I called her Tabitha. I was so in love with her. Anyway, tsunami happened. She went, whoa. And I went, what? I've never seen it. It's like in a movie, you know, like where. Yeah. But that meant, unfortunately, we had to leave that room because. There was poo-poo in there. Oh, yeah. Which you probably heard people talk about. So if there's meconium in there, you have to go to the labour ward because you have to be linked up to a monitor, sadly. So that's why I left the little room. But it was nice that time that I spent. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they're the next Airbnb lot coming in. So. Yeah, exactly. They've got to clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, that's just rating sound. Well, that's cool on the floor. Yeah. But, um, and we, then with the, yeah, go on. No, no, you go. The second one. I was going to, I feel like I'm not telling you good news, but no, no, I, I still did manage to have it in, in, in the lovely hotel room, um, birthing suite, because um, with Buster, but he's very much his namesake, was absolutely huge and uh, had been induced. And they said, um, when you're induced, you can't go in the water. I think they've got a monitor you. But yeah. So big big they were worried about he's going to have shoulder dysmorphia right. yeah so the shoulders can get stuck and they might have to break them to get out oh or something God. yeah i was like oh great but um with buster yeah so i was a bit but, but, but i did 
So did they induce you before your due date for him or when did that kind of... Yeah, a little bit because he was getting so big and they were worried about his size. So they did induce me. um, And um, (laughs) never again would I be induced. But that again was because it was like a heat wave and I was stuck in hospital for three days and it was just all that business. Yeah. Yeah. Once, once it works, once it fucking kicks in, it didn't work the first time, it, it, it's like, woohoo! We're like, yeah. we're the labour. And, uh, you know, uh, so that was good. And my labour the second time was like eight hours, which, honestly, that's a walk in the park. I don't know what yeah. I'm going to tell you. Uh, so, like, last week, because when I had a phone consultation with a doctor the other week, she said she'd like to invite me to be induced in my 39th week because... I'm 40 years old and because it's an IVF baby. Right. Um, and I would prefer not to do that. Right. And so um, I was kind of talking about it in our podcast last week or the one before. And I've, and I've been reading some things about induction. Like I've been reading kind of some natural hippie books and yeah. hypnobirthing ones. All the and rubbing the feet stuff. The, um, and Ina May, Ina May Gaskell about, about the farm in America where they have like it's all kind of home birthy stuff. And, and about the thing about trusting your baby to be ready to be born and, and some statistics, which I think was, you know, the World Health Organization suggests I think it's 10% of births are induced. I think in the UK it's around 20%. So there's this suggestion that it happens more than it should be happening. Yeah. However, obviously the hospitals have their reasons for doing that. And and you can't know at the time, can you, if you're gonna be no. like you can... And you just want to do the best for yeah. you know, you've got these medical medics telling you and it's I, I I wouldn't have done it had it not been for it being so big and then worrying because I am from the natural point of view. It, there's a comedian, uh, I don't know if you'll get time to, <laughs> get time to yeah. put her on, but you should try and have Viv Grossbock because she's absolutely brilliant on this topic. Yeah. Um, she's also written an article, uh, it's still in the Guardian, she wrote it years ago, and it was about, she's got three children, and, um, and I think actually her last one, she was about 40, I think, and she was so adamant about waiting. And I can't remember how long it is, but it's something like 42 weeks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she just waited. She was, and they were not happy with her. But she was like, yeah, I, I want, you know, she, and she gives in this article all good reasons to I really. Yeah, I know, Viv. That's a yeah, be good. So. Yeah. You should yeah. speak to her about it. She's brilliant on topic. But yeah, I think unless, I think go for it. I think try and, try yeah. and, because, you know, looking back at, I didn't have any choice, but it didn't know. I had six bloody sweeps. I was sick of going in there for sweeps. Yeah. And it was painful. And it did subtle. Um, and, and then, yeah, in, I mean, in the, when they had to do all the epi thing where they put it up you, um, it got it all going. And obviously, yeah. for medical reasons, you know, I had to get it out. Because, my also thing was that I didn't read nothing wrong with cesarean, but I was kind of like, I got away with not having cesarean the first yeah. time. I really want yeah. to try not to. So I was also worried if I didn't do that, that then it might end up being a cesarean. So you sort of have to make that choice. Yeah. You know what I, mean. but, um, I guess that's an like over this time of being pregnant, I realized, and I think I said it before, that I was born by cesarean. Mm. And so I kind of, I think in the back of my head, I assumed that I would have a baby by cesarean. But Did now, that, yeah, I just kind of was like, oh, that's that's how it will happen. But oh. now being in the process, like I definitely want to, I, I would, I want to see what it's like. Yeah. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with my, I, with Huxley, my first one, it's so, I came so close because his heart rate had, had started to drop because I've been in labour for so long. Yeah. I, think I was getting exhausted and the baby gets, and it, it's like, his heart rate slightly stopped. So we, we, we might have to sort of like gown up ready yeah, and, and they got me to sign this thing. At this point, I was so exhausted and so in pain. I just went, "Yes!" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you just don't care. And, but what we're going to try the the von Tuss, Yeah, I think sounds like a nineteen oh, forties yeah, yeah. dance. Yeah, try that first. The beautiful thing, I got the injection that they give you to have a cesarean. <laughs> yeah, it is an amazing injection, <laughs> um, and I just like was so happy and. But you have to push without 
nothing, feeling nothing yeah. in the waist down, and then they pull out the Vontex. Yeah. I don't know he came out, he was fine. So I still felt kind of like where well, he came out down below. Yeah. That'll do. Yeah. But with Buster, um, it was a bit more natural. Uh, and I felt what did food like. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely shut up shop now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had the, um, but I'm a woman of a certain age as well. So, um, uh, we've I asked for the epidural and um, I get asking for it, get asking for it, and because I keep saying, is there a um, conspiracy not to have it? Like, is it because yeah. it costs a lot of money? Because you hear all these stories about people saying, but I think you just have to get it at such a point that then yeah. it goes along too far. But I was determined to have it anyway. Got it all in and everything, and then you're working, you get this button to press to like shoot more drugs of it. I'm like, it's not doing anything. Anyway, I said, a contraction came. I went, I can still feel the, I can still feel the head. She said, oh, you think this one takes away physical pain? Yeah. I was like, what? Anyway, afterwards, Alex said to me, I think they just t- tell people that because it doesn't work for everybody. Right. They don't want to freak you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, uh, I tell you what, it was a different experience. And I did, I felt bloody proud of myself. Yeah. I'm not saying I wasn't proud of myself with, but actually being like, oh, why did you shut the motherfucker out? Yeah. yeah. Was like, when Huxley came out, the first words I said was, it's a baby! <laughs> yeah. You'll probably have it. You're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's just like this thing on a scan. But with Buster, I just <laughs> pulled him out and put him on me. I went, I'm so proud about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, like we watched an episode of oh, The Handmaid's Tale the other night. Oh, yeah. that's, that's so, been our lockdown entertainment. Yeah, our daily oh my God. is two episodes of Kirby Enthusiasm, two episodes of Handmaid's Tale. Oh, right. In, in the it out. And yeah. there's, a, yeah, there's an episode where she gives birth, and it sort of charts her birth now versus her birth before. Oh, yeah, I know. Fact, we don't want to ruin it for everyone, but no, I you know, see. There's, uh, yeah, there's yeah, two yeah. time frames involved. And, uh, and both of them, are, both the births are so intense and different. Carl's face watching I, it. Was... I, Hannah was totally just watching it. I, I was really struggling because that's the first time since in the whole pregnancy that I've suddenly, not just in an abstract sense, but come so, realise I'm going to witness Hannah go through that. And I, and not in a sort of uh... like a lovely, so I mean like, it felt, I was trauma, I was feeling traumatised watching I wish... Elizabeth uh, moths oh. go for it, and I was like, I, I suddenly you got. Care for her, I do. I've, I've grown to care for her during the show, but I suddenly had this real moment of total reality that I'm going to watch Hannah in that situation, yeah. and and I just found it too much to watch. I, could, I, had to, I covered my eyes. I was I had to put my hands in my ears at one point. Did you? Oh, bless yeah, you! I don't know what. Yeah, just, it just became so the actual the pregnancy has been so like you know I've been. Are available for any help or whatever needed. And it's not, really, not really needed much, to be <laughs> honest. But that was the fear. So I've not really had to even think about the birth as a concept and what Hannah's going to go through. <laughs> it's only now in this last eight weeks I'm like, oh right, I've got to prep myself for the yeah. ultimately, yeah, be a very tricky. You do, it's, it's you know, the most weirdest thing because you just. I think that's what's one of the scariest things is you just don't know how you're going to be. Uh, you might be one of these, Hannah, you might be one of these women that just birth really quickly, you know, really quietly. I, mean, I don't know if you yeah. uh, remember uh, Josie Long documented her birth. And that was I've key. started listening to that. She would say she had a very positive birth. Yeah. She managed to have her in a pool. And she was one of them, which goes, I, I, she's like, I don't want to sound like a knob, so I don't use the word enjoyed it. Yeah, but um, she, I think she did, and it's possible. You know, another friend of mine said that when she was having contraction, she went, it felt like I was taking MDA powder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it, and it's meant to. Your your body is meant to release these sort of hormones. I just think some people just don't get them. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but she was like, woohoo! So <laughs> you just don't know how you're gonna be, and I, 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 I'm a bit of a hippie in that way that I do believe in hypnobirthing thing of be be positive yeah and um because what what else choice have you got you know be yeah. positive because um, being scared is not 
is less helpful yes. than trying to imagine it's yeah. okay. As Sophie would say, if you're scared, your, your womb will close up. Yeah. Uh, it's true. And uh, anyway, I, I, for me, the two things were, yeah, the breathing and that she, you know, she's a big believer in that she gets really angry with one born every minute because she's like, all they show on there is them screaming and screaming wastes energy. And, yes. um, and you, you do get to a point where you're mooing like a cow, but you might not. Hannah <laughs> loves cows. So <laughs> I think trying to hurt. Well, there you go. Try and, like, that's, my, that's my thing. You know, that you just, I mean, just, I think like the day before I was about to give birth, and I'm trying to do this positive, bloody birthing thing. And then there's like, there's always someone, like, it was my neighbor shouted down from above, and she's like, How you doing? I said, all right, could be any day now, sort of thing. And she was like, oh, and then that was it. I'm not even going to tell you what she said because it was awful. She was yeah. like, oh, you know, it was the worst day of my life, all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, so much fun. Yeah. But you remember the day, the day that, because uh, we did IVF, the day Hannah had the, <laughs> yeah. was it the, it was the implantation, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, the embryo. The eggs put in. Yeah, going back right. um, Yeah, so everything had gone really swimmingly, so up to that point. And like, and again, it was we because the success rate of IVF is actually really low. I think we yeah. still were just doing it as like, let's just try, man. Yeah. There was, I don't think it had become a reality for the actual baby yeah. concept. Um, and then just yes. as we were walking into the um, the IVF clinic, it's next to the hospital. There was a woman who was uh, in like the depths of like, like you know, she was leaning against the wall. Oh, was she? Like proper going, ah, like, you know, and we just walked past and, it, and just looked at Hannah and you just went, oh, right. <laughs> this, is, this is actually a real thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless you. Yeah. That's coming. That's coming. I know. So I said, I mean, I think, yeah, I've now, I, I'm in the, I need to just get my head right to witness it. Yeah. You get your head right to go through it. Maybe watch some positive birth videos, Carl. Watch some hypnobirthing ones. I think I do. Do you know what I did? I listened to a Deliciously Ella's podcast, and she talks about her birth story. It's almost like so saccharine and lovely. That <laughs> yeah. it's, I think some people would find it very annoying because it's so like yeah, just so positive and lovely. But Actually, she, she does she's, have a self-awareness. She's like she I does have. Know. I think her podcast is really good, and I think she's really right. nice and. You know, and but and yeah, I listen to hers, and it's like, oh, that sounds like if, if you had if you had that pregnancy and that <laughs> and that birth, that's an absolute lottery win. Yeah, that's the thing. You just you just don't know, and all you can do is prepare as much as possible. Um, uh, you know, some of it all goes out the blimmin' window. Um, we Sophie's advice, lots of things, but all the um, watching comedy to raise your oxytocin and stuff. And that was all good. But now I can't watch that comedy because it reminds me. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a good, that's a good tip. I'll be in pain. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to ruin it. But, um, <laughs> I said to so, Carl, yeah, call um, you called me a slug one day. <laughs> you called me a slug because I was like oh. a, big, a big slug. And I found it really funny, really funny. Yeah. And I just said to him the other day, I was like, when I'm in labour, I, I want you to call me a slug. I'm absolutely going to call you a slug. And he's worried about calling me a slug because people. What was the other one? There's a, we watched a, a baby show on BBC, and there was a, and there was a guy who sung to his wife while she was in birth. She's like, sing to me. And he sung. Oh really? He sung the Swing Low, Sweet Chariots, and I, I found it so funny that I've already logged that at some point during the birth, I'm going to do that for a laugh. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do whatever. I think you go through. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I remember kind of, yeah, going through, can you put this music on and can you do this? And then just getting to a point where it's almost like you can't hear anything. You're so in a zone. It just reminds me of seeing puppies, uh, dogs burrowing yeah. down to give yeah. birth. And you just, it's like nothing. And oh God, I remember I just, I was so thirsty because you're breathing all the time and we run out of bloody water bottles and uh, poor Alex I always go on about this but and he just kept giving me um, orange juice in, in a straw they tell you to bring straws don't you because obviously you might get to a point where you're on all fours and you can't yeah <laughs> so he just kept giving me this orange juice and it just tastes like the most acid thing I was just like oh it's got water but that's how in the zone I couldn't even yeah. say the words water I was just like <laughs> 
But um, I think, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think, like, when, you, when it was kind of time, did you feel at that point that you were ready? Or were you, like, were you, was it a few weeks before when you were like, I'm ready to have this baby now? Or were you... When I was like, pregnant, you mean? Yeah, yeah. What, did I feel like I was ready? When, um, to, at the time when the baby came, was that like, I'm ready for this to happen now? Or would you have preferred... More to time. wait a bit longer. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, let's just talk about the first one because obviously that's what you're yeah. going through. Um, yeah, but, but that's because I was very, very big. I got very big early on. Um, so physically, I was just in a lot of pain. I had a thing called PPP as well. What's that? Um, uh, pelvic, <laughs> pelvic nerve pain. I think they give it a more state name now, but it's basically where your muscles. Uh, well, you're, everyone normally gets it, where it sort of releases the hormone ready to give birth, but you're only meant to get it in the last sort of couple of days before. But yeah. I got it like 12 weeks or whatever, oh. or like, so it's really, and it just means you, yeah, I had to go to like physio and stuff. It's just, it's just painful it's to yeah. Yeah. walk and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, she did have it, I think. Yeah. And so it just makes it painful. So, for me, by the time I was just huge, I felt like a big elephant. I was the biggest in my NCT class. Um, I just felt like, yeah, so I was ready in that way. Yeah. And, very, and, and mentally, I yeah. think, you know, um, I think I remember wanting to get the stuff quite early, actually, and then keep stopping myself because you sort of think, oh, mustn't, it's too early to get stuff. Yeah. But then got to the point where, like, yeah, sod it, just get it. Yeah. You want to get it. Just say NCT, we, um, because obviously our NCT classes are going to be virtual. Right. We've got them over Zoom in the next yeah. couple of weeks. But we got the, um, an email from the person who leads it yesterday and there was a link to the WhatsApp group at the bottom of Neither it. Neither of us has joined that. <laughs> which is scary. Uh, you're scared. <laughs> but no, I remember you might. saying about WhatsApp groups that... You... I know, I make a joke out of it yeah. with laughter, so I have to be careful here. But, uh, <laughs> but they are... They are they are really, really good. Yeah. Like I, I think, you know, you're, you're intelligent people to take it. You know, you might get one person who seems like she's having the most perfect time and yeah. post pictures and you're, you know, you can right. I think just be, I'm always the person that just dives in and goes, I'm having a really shit day. Anyone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're really waiting for someone else to say, to say that you know do the um, partners join as well or is it just the pregnant person? well <laughs> there was a separate one for the right. i know i don't know how people do it now but um in a way i think i think it's because uh, anyway when you do want to talk about things you know you do want to say look my family's on fire I, yeah you know any tips yeah. you know sit on a lollipop i don't know uh, put an ice pole. That's kind of the offshoot one afterwards, is it? Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll start, I start a men's one? Yes. We can talk about our nipple but you think Carl, Carl was worried about thinking you should change your photo. Uh, my photo, my WhatsApp like profile photo. It's a, oh, yeah. It's, it's a joke. Like, it's me on a balcony in Australia with a beer and like, a silly like hat on and a vest. I, I jokingly dress like what is called Like your Tinder profile. Well, it's sort of a, yeah, it's like a, an ironically, I look yeah. like such an arsehole in it <laughs> by choice that I suddenly was like, well, that they might think that's a real person. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think they are good, the group. Okay. Yeah. I think do it. Don't be scared. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's like, I, I think, I bet everyone else the same going yeah. exactly. I think just because no one was that person that just sent loads of messages all the time. Yes. Um, the, the useless ones, you know, when they're just sending memes and stuff, and you're like, oh god, just. But yeah, I think it's, I, you know, I've mine. I don't really see anymore, but it's mainly because I moved away from the area. I know a couple of them all. I think still meet. I know if I contacted them, they'd be really happy to hear from me. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But my friend is a great example. Like she's like six years on, and they're all really good friends. That's like nice. holidays together. Uh, it, I'm always a bit jealous, actually. But I don't know if that's suburban in Essex, where maybe yeah, that's yeah. why. I don't know. But so I think it can be lovely. I think there's an, there's another level of reality check for me with that as well, because as well, like with your podcast, that I haven't like. That I don't identify with being a mum yet, you know, because I'm right. not okay. yet. That's coming yeah. up, and that yeah. kind of NCT thing 
of the, particularly of the group, yeah, is a lot. It's about once the baby's there and you start, you that's when you start communicating and you support each other. Yes. And it's like, whoa, well, this group. Once I enter into this, these are people who I'm going to have this. That feels like, yeah, yeah. But maybe you need to, you all need to go through the journey together, talk yeah. about pregnancy and stuff. So maybe yes. you know that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I I think. Uh, friend said to me I remember when I got pregnant with Huxley and I lost this fucking filming job because of insurance and stuff they didn't it was only a short film but they said you know you can't do it and I was like oh but I'll be fine you know you won't be able to see I'm pregnant and they were like no it's not that it's just that like we haven't really got insurance to cover it and my writer friend of mine who's a writer, uh, writer she said Narine starts, you are officially a parent. The sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. You're already making the sacrifice. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I your mind. Um, but uh, I had it's a, kind of it's like a slow intro to being a parent. Yeah, yeah. Because I was I would have been working at the Melbourne Comedy Festival at the moment. We would have just finished right. on the weekend. Um, oh. and my friend who's also my boss there and the producer, she just messaged me the other day and said, How do you think you would have gone you know how because yeah. because they knew i was pregnant and it's a it's a busy time and it's a busy job where i'd be running around looking after comedians and shows and things like that and i was like genuinely i think i would have been fine i've, I've had such good energy and yeah i felt you think really good an element of that we've had loads of downtime as well no i think yeah. but it was also that weekend when she'd asked me this weekend just passed i was i had a couple of days where i felt a bit low and it was almost like that's the end of the festival, uh, yeah, end of festival yeah, yeah, yeah. time. Oh. You know when you get to an end of the festival and you're like, yeah. oh, it's over. Your body and you feel a bit stuff. and you yeah, your body slows down. Yeah. It was like whether my body had been still on that yeah. on that train and what it was maybe. Like. You might, I was trying to remember today, um, because as oh, I didn't want to come on and be negative about pregnancy, because I generally didn't really enjoy being pregnancy, mm -hmm. pregnant, uh, but that of all the pain stuff but I always had a period in the middle where I did and I called it the honeymoon moon bit where I was like I want to go out gigging yeah, yeah. and I sort of signed myself up for loads of stuff but then unfortunately by the time the bloody gigs come around <laughs> yeah. the, the, oh, I don't want to go out but you might have been having that burst that burst and I think it is about 28 29 weeks maybe yeah I think there's a burst where you just feel like you could, you could take on the world and I think, yeah a lot of women do. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, in, uh, you know, and the total opposite, I've just been relaxing and lying around the house yeah, and reading books yeah. and being yeah. in isolation. So yeah. that's been the reality of it. And that's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Which the whole, you know, for every single part of this, I'm just like, whatever it is, it is. And whatever is going to happen and the way it's going to be, yeah, yeah. There's, nothing, there's nothing to change that. And so just being acceptant of all those different things. Oh, that's, um, that's what you can do. Yeah, so I think we're probably we yeah, <laughs> wrapping up. Did we, like I know before we started recording, you would talked about there were things that you maybe wanted to talk about. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you wanted to? Or any tips that you think we might not have got to? Um, any final like sort of one 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 tip that you think it, Hannah needs to know? Oh my gosh, um, so many bloody tips. Yeah. Um, uh, because of lockdown you're probably not having this but I was thinking about how you become public property when you're pregnant and um, I, I really bloody hated that but also made it, it was great comedy material just the way people just feel like they can shout at you I don't people shout today. at me a woman you had a woman today, today didn't you? Just, uh... yeah, we, we, oh yeah I told you that was it what was it? What was she... she just she came past and she said that's a girl and I was like, it is. And then she was really funny. She's... She was. She said, uh, she, she goes, I bet you used to have a batty in it. Like that. <laughs> and, uh, and I was she like, they nick your ass. Yeah, they, they, nick your ass. So they nick your ass. Oh, boy, I see. I see. Really funny. <laughs> But yeah, I haven't had any of that actually. That was well. That, I, I was talking. There's a there's a, another group. I suppose they're called Happy Parent, Happy Baby. And I went on their uh, live thing. And um, I'm saying one of the benefits of lockdown is that you haven't got a lot of that uh, public yeah, yeah, property yeah. thing because it, it's not always great. People just throw not very good advice a lot yeah. of the time. They just think <laughs> they know best. Uh, but, oh my God, to give you a sum up of a tip, I'll probably think of something afterwards There's now. No but, yeah. but just, yeah, no. um, you know, um, 
cliche early days is just just enjoy it um, as much as you can and um, I don't know just take each take each day as it yeah. comes and don't think oh my god this is my life forever my boobs really hurt this is me forever or this you know this baby's not eating is you know just Oh, like general advice for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon I really take your advice about the the song and the comedy shows that you've yeah, yeah, really yeah. connected to pain and labour. That's like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be choosy about what I decide to yeah, watch yeah. so that I don't. Songs are them. okay though. <laughs> I really like um, them now. It's like after a bit of time, yeah. Um, it, it, I have fond memories now. So um, the one that reminds me of um, uh, Buster is some Garfunkel. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's very appropriate for him. Uh, yeah. Because he's bloody huge. He was £9.1. Yeah. <laughs> he was an island. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, choose one. But play them. Do, do watch them. Because they, they, you know, it's true. They do help. I listened to more comedy podcasts when I was having butter because I was yeah. huge and you're just laying around waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Cool. Just enjoy it, and yes, if I don't know when this goes out, but if you can, um, we're doing screaming with laughter online, yeah, uh, with next up. So, um, and they are for locked in parents, so particularly people that have got brand new babies. This is a time when they were going out and they'd be showing off their baby to family and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I really feel for them, so that's why we're trying to do these shows bring them together and if people can watch it with their other NCTs because they're not getting that even yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I will say like you know having Hannah has come to see them and like they're, they're even the once the live gigs are back up and running they're, they're so yeah good. I loved it you can see people are so just appreciative of getting yeah. out of the house and doing it, something that feels normal to them as well as being able to bring their baby that you're not just a, a, in, in a sort of like a library doing a play group thing you're yeah. in a Pub, you're having a bottle of prosecco and you're with your friends and you feel yeah. normal. So we're trying to create that online. We'll try it. our yeah, next yeah, one is the cool. 29th of April. Um, but we're gonna I think they're gonna be every other Wednesday now. Yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, we'll definitely share that. And, and yes, we're gonna do more funny thing. money po- funny mummy podcast. I've just been really ill, so um I had to cancel it, but uh we're gonna do a new one with Kerry Howard. Oh yeah, um, yeah. In him and her, and uh, she's Quite recently become a single mum so it's all going to be about Ooh. being a single mum yeah. <laughs> in lockdown cool. yeah i let go and enjoy being pregnant hey thanks. thank you so good to talk to you and you my love take care thanks, thanks. Bye. Oh, hello you. My name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, were you yawning at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Ruler Threes, your Brian and Rogers, your Musicals, your Bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting because, let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bell. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.